baby. <clears throat> Hello, everyone. We're back. Hello. It hasn't been the same without you. <laughs> but that's, it ain't been bad. Yeah, that's right, everybody. Welcome back to the most prolific. Coming up on seven years, 350 episodes. Hmm. We kick ass. We talk about movies so you don't have to. We are the Film Thugs. Barbaric. And we're here to own your ass. Oh, man. Yeah. It's kind of nice. I just like it, man. Got a nice got a nice groove to it. It's got a funky beat. And funky I can beat. bug out to it. Yeah. You can really get down with it. Um, yes. So this week, I uh, hope and I hulued mm. the entire run of that show, uh, American Housewife, with uh, Kitty Mixon. Who yeah, is, yeah, yeah. Quite funny. I liked it quite a bit. Nice. Because her character in it is basically me. I see. It's fantastic. Like, <laughs> we're going to go do yoga. Oh, what? Oh, nothing. Nothing. Just, oh. <laughs> That's how she reacts to everything. Oh. Yeah, I am. Uh, it's not far off. Yeah. <laughs> Knee deep in Ono with Ross and Carrie's exploration of Scientology. Mm. Learn more about that shit. It's fucking fascinating. It really is. Oh, man. They're, the best is they did this whole discussion about what an, they have a, and in a video they, they had, there was an example that was given about what a negative engram is. Oh, it's, that's a negative memory. You just call me the N-word, Jim? Yeah, did, is that what happened? Well, it's why the whole silent birth thing is a big deal. I think noise, when you're in your mommy's tum-tum, uh-huh. you hear everything. And so if there's any loud blah, 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 that can, any loud stressful things can cause negative memories to imprint, and those are called engrams. Okay. And so if mama screams whilst delivering you, that can cause a negative engram. But the example that they used on this, and oh my God, this was apparently one of the videos, and somebody did a drawing that they included that they sent into them, but it was uh, um, that, well, you know, if you, um, if you, uh, suppose a man eats a deviled egg at a picnic and it's gone bad, that can cause just intestinal distress, yep. and then he like goes, goes a pooping because of the issue, and then there's a tuba. That gets played, and so the sound of the tuba gets connected to that and causes a negative engram. So they show them later when the tuba gets played somewhere. It's oh, am I gonna have? Yeah, that's the what? level of understanding what? of yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, what? What? just just think about it for a minute. People call me stupid, yes. dumb, uh, and moron, and idiot. And so somebody gave them this drawing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's incredible. Hubbard was, uh, in, in so many ways, a genius. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, just because, you know. Well, say what hey. you will about O'Elron. Oh, oh, uh, oh, Lafayette. Yeah, but he was in for the long con. Oh, yeah. And enable... And, and if you well, I don't know for, why you'd call it a con. You, you see. Know, you uh, see. You see, uh, that's just old saw right there. Yeah. I'm trying to get people the secrets to live. Right. The uh, <laughs> you're in for, in for the long haul. Yeah. You want to make sure that that question never gets answered. Yep. Ever, 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 ever. Mm-hmm. So they're in the quest for that question mark for the rest of their lives, and all the while paying you for it. Oh yes, and pay they do, and but pay you, they will. Yeah. You don't want to turn around and smack them across the face when someone says, "I have a question." I, I don't mean literally. I, I don't mean figuratively. I yeah. mean literally. Smack literally, them across yeah. the face. Don't, don't miscavage them in the mouth. Don't miscavage them in the mouth, especially yeah. if you're fucking inch high private eye. Yeah, that dude is so He's small. Wee. Yeah. With three E's, yeah. and he wears his little navy uniform. I mean, it's Sea Org. Yeah, that's kind of giving it away, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, if Opus Day were all like on little trampolines, <laughs> you're like, mm, yeah, I don't know about this. But at least it's Opus Day, and we're just you know doing whatever the fuck Opus Day does in the Catholic Church. Right. It's not, which is equally as. But they're not dressed as Gilligan. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the, I just seriously, if there was a way to 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 infiltrate without having to spend money. Oh well, yeah. Of yeah. course, I'm, there's lots of people trying to get that done. Yeah. Well, I like I, I get did a thing where I I did one of their personality tests yeah. back when I was in college, but I totally gave them a fake name and address. Yeah, absolutely gave a fake. You name came and back address. as a volcano thetan. I did. Mm-hmm. I did. No, because a thetan that's what I don't know what I don't know what things are. Thetan is is it's the 
bullshit that's it's it's this thing that's connected to you as a person and it doesn't have mass or weight but it's what? there yeah it, uh, dude like a spirit sort of but not but but, but sort not of. spirit because that would be crazy yeah but not a spirit an so energy yeah, yeah kind of but not really i see see the the question mark. all of it is and kind I, of you, but you not have really to keep yeah. digging for that question yeah well, you, you, once you clear, then you're able to. Then uh, you can achieve. Do you? Your but then you on. understand the deeper meanings. Yeah. Then you have to. Then you have to yeah. clear different levels by reading the tech, going through the tech. The tech. Yeah. 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 Oh, which which has some some genius in it. Like they've got uh, the. Hold on. Let me see if I can find something from one of the books to give you an idea of how uh, uh, of what we're missing out on. By the way, we're talking this week about a little movie called Safety Last with Harold Lloyd. Mm-hmm. It's a fucking classic, and we'll get to it. I oh so ever so promise we shall, but I'm trying to find chestnuts. Um, infant life is very sentient. Delay in learning to talk is delay in learning the complexity of handling vocal mother l- vocal muscles, rather than a delay in the ability to record. Everything in inf- everything in infant life is recorded, and the engrams received in it are extremely valid. The auditor will find himself detail- dealing mainly with prenatal birth and infant life. The, the cases are very rare in which many important basic... Uh, uh, in, uh, the cases are very rare, which have many important basics in childhood or adult life. These last periods contain mainly engram locks, which, though they must be addressed to create the clear, should not engage much initial intention on the part of the auditor. Most of these experiences of mental anguish in childhood and adult life are found on very early engrams and are locks which are self-removing. You are the leading asshole in the state. Yeah, there's uh, words normally considered as adjectives or verbs have occasionally been pressed into service as nouns. Yeah, it... It, it basically is exactly what you think a shitty, long-winded sci-fi writer would, would yeah, do. Yeah, that's about for, right. That's, for, that's, uh, this is psychology, yeah. Mm, 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 so mm. let's speak more pleasantly. Anything else interesting actually happen? Not really. No, okay. Save it to last. This is uh, one in a long line of movies that I, I, I fucking love this movie. I love this movie. It's one where... Were your main character honest for a second? No problems at all. There's no movie if someone's like, hey, look, this is a reasonable thing. No problem. <laughs> right. No problem at all. So the story, very basic. Boy loves girl, goes to the city to make his fortune, will mm. send for girl when he's successful. Right? right. So the guy, instead of being honest, like I'm working, I'm, I'm building my way up, I'll get there. Makes her makes her believe. No, I'm crazy successful. Yes, he is pawning belongings to buy jewelry, baubles, and trinkets to send to her, so she'll think he's successful. He gets his paycheck and spends all of it immediately on a chain for her. Yeah, rather than eating, they owe money on rent. He's pawned their record player. Yes, nothing, 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 nothing left, eh? And uh. So, of course, then this is just plot mechanics. The girl receives all these gifts. Her mom's like, I don't know, a successful man in, alone in the city with that kind of money, definitely going to attract the whores. Probably getting his dick sucked, dear. Yeah. As we speak. That's on the cards. Yeah, that is. That's on the title cards. Mm-hmm. Him get blowjob now. <laughs> um, it's like, it, it, it's just very simple semaphore. It's, it, That's the original, original title of this film. Yeah. Him get blowjob. <laughs> So, no, Lord, and him get blowjob no, now. No. Mm. Mm. Him, him have mm. many blowjob get. Um, <laughs> Who am your favorite hot sauce? <laughs> so, she comes to the city, finds... Uh, he's working in the store uh, selling uh, fucking fabrics. Yeah. And she sees him there and is freaked out. And he's like, no, 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 I'm really the manager. Look, yeah. And so she thinks he is now in charge of the whole store. Just keeps digging problem yeah. after problem after problem. Uh, eventually, uh, the plan comes where the guys, you know, the, the general manager stores, stores like, I'd pay $1,000 to anybody who could get more people to come to the store. He, through a wacky little side plot, sees that his uh, buddy Limpy Bill, his yep. roommate, 
can climb the side of a building. They discover this whilst pranking a police officer, which yeah. we'll get into. But um, so he arranges to have his friend climb the building. They'll split the thousand dollars. He will have enough money to marry his broad. So this was filmed in 22, released in 23. Uh, so let's talk the economics of the time. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and just do some some inflation calculation here just so that we're all discussing shit. So his friend is going to climb this building. Where is 1920, 1922 for the equivalent of $14,000 Yeah, I'll climb total. the building. We'll $14,500. Right so we split it $7,250 each. Cool. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, the fifteen dollar and fifty cent gold cha- platinum chain that he buys her two hundred and twenty three dollars. The uh, businessman's lunch seven dollars twenty two cents today. So you know fifty cents a quid. Yeah. Money is worthless compared to what it used to be. Yes, yeah, something but, about um, the gold. S- something s- along s- those. S- s- yeah, it's yeah, a reserve rather than a standard. Why mm. on earth would that go wrong? No. But um, so his buddy's going to climb the building. Uh, he's experienced with it because, as you see, he works on high-rise construction, so yeah. he's used to climbing shit, da-da-da. For wacky, wackiness ensues. He's not able to do it, so Harold ends up climbing it. Yeah. Insanity ensues along the way. He reaches the top all is well. Yeah. Uh, all this goes back to if he just said, hey, I've got a job and I'm working my way up. I'm, I'm here now. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm getting there. No problems. No problems. Nope. But also, no movie. Yeah, yeah, that would be a, a really boring movie. A majority of films, and almost all drama, comes from a lack of communication. Yes. Uh, just not telling people what's happening causes massive problems. So, let's begin at the beginning. He is uh, hes the kind of guy who should have a good career going because he's busting his ass at his job. Yeah. He is, uh, you know, he's there early. As they say, if, uh, as one guy said to him, you get here any earlier, you'll get a promotion or become night watchman. You'll become manager or night watchman. Right. Uh, and he's writing his girlfriend because he writes her a letter every day. Every day. You remember those days. Sure. What I remember those days, I, I, and we both have the long distance relationship background mm-hmm. through the theater camp. The daily writing lasts about. A uh, about a day. About a day, yeah. <laughs> the once or twice a week writing lasts yeah, yeah, about a about month. Goes on for a while. Uh, then it turns into month, two months, whenever. Whatever. That's how it goes. Because correspondence in those days used to be hard. Could you imagine what our friendship would have been like if we'd met with today's technology? Oh, no. Back then where it's like, oh, you mean I can call this dude whenever and it doesn't cost, you know, yeah. again, dollars per minute to do it? Okay, I can write somebody a letter and it won't take a week for them to get it? Holy shit. Yeah. That, that's, what sort of sorcery are we yeah, living under? That's the kind of, uh, kind of ground we've covered since yeah, then. Yeah, so his job. Let's talk about his job. First off, it's... Uh, a slight bit exaggerated, but one of the best representations of working retail I've ever seen. Oh, certainly. When uh, he's in the weeds? Yes. That's a perfect example. Right, right. Yeah, because the weeds, that's something that people, uh, man, <laughs> uh, folks who've never worked retail have no sympathy for you when that happens. No. And even people care. who have tend to be shitty about it. Sometimes. So what I always hate is the folks who... Uh, Who've worked in restaurants or worked retail? Like, look, I've worked in a restaurant before, so I know. (laughs) I'm I'm always quick to bring up the fact that I used to work in that industry, but it's then followed by a lot of understanding and a larger tip. Yeah, went out to dinner last night. My wife's place was slammed, right? Absolutely slammed to the fucking walls. Where'd you go? Uh, That's Dos Salsa's place. Okay, yeah, Dos Salsa's is crap. Slammed. Yes. And we never go there on a Saturday night, but yeah. well, fuck, it was early enough. Slammed, completely right. slammed. Yeah. I was cool the whole time. Yeah. And our service was great. It, yeah. But my point is, if it had been a little lackluster, uh-huh. I wouldn't have thrown a fucking fit about it. Yeah. Because I know. We've talked about this, and there's something that's hitting Facebook that I believe to be completely fake, where these folks talk about their tipping style, which is stolen from Third Rock from the Sun, where when we get to a restaurant, we lay five $1 bills on the side of the table. 
And when the server does something wrong, we take one away. Uh, no, so, yeah. no, no, no. Well, what is that? The cocksucker move? Yeah, is that well, the module? Well, but let's talk about this in, in, in greater detail. So what you're saying is, as a server, when I come to your table, I immediately know two things. First, you're going to be demanding pains in the ass. And second, at most... I'm getting $5. I'm getting 5 bucks. No. You just moved to the bottom of everybody's priority list because it's $5. Yeah. It's, that's the most they're looking to get. That's, that's $5. These dogs are having a fight. Yeah, they always do that. Nice. Which is sort of the... Uh, when Simmons, leave Malone, you piece of shit. It's okay. Hey, Diggs. It's okay, buddy. Come here, Diggs. Come here, buddy. Come here. Come here, Diggs. Nope. Come here. Nope. They're not having it. Come here, little man. It's okay. See, it's okay. It's okay. So, yeah. Uh, what you do is you, you, you get good service, then you tip accordingly. And you yeah. tip generously accordingly yeah. because that's the rules. I understand there are people who are anti-tipping. I don't know who you are. I don't know who you are. I don't get it. But the thing is, I've been to I've been to areas where tipping is not the norm. Our service here is better. Yeah, a lot better. Our food is cheaper. Yeah, everything because you, you balance it out. You you yeah. pay for the service, you get better service. Yeah, um, it's really really what there is to it. You know, pretty yeah. much. And but yeah, there there are plenty of people that don't give a damn, and uh, most of most of the customers at this department store, yeah, I might say most yeah. all, yeah. don't give a damn yeah. that Harold is uh, yeah is slammed. There, like, there's one woman where he's sitting there dealing with two customers, and a woman with an umbrella jabs him in the ribs to get his attention. Yeah, he goes, okay, turns and goes back to dealing with the two customers he was working with. Then. What does this lady do? Jabs well, him in the ribs again. Again. Like, excuse me, ma'am. The fuck is wrong with yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. And what I like is that they are, th there is the basis in reality of this, oh, yeah, but it's yeah. jacked up to the worst. Like, I have so many terrible stories from working customer service jobs. We're at Blockbuster Video and a guy who. Uh, who this is Phil Roth. Well, what the <laughs> fuck just happened there? Yeah. A guy hits the, uh, a guy got the wrong video in a, mm. in a tape. He's like, I was at my. Lake House, getting ready to watch this movie and Lake House. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, there was a guy that that we work with. And this was at the South Lamar Blockbuster. Okay. So yes, you. Uh, there's a guy. The guy that I work with was like the most positive dude in the world. He was like, "That's hey, don't worry about it. Yeah, I know it's not that. We'll get you taken care of." And the guy interrupts and goes, "No, I make enough money that I believe I am entitled to better service than everyone else." What? Literally <laughs> said that sentence to someone. <laughs> if, <laughs> what? Yeah. If there was a way we could have spit on his movie, yeah. we would have. Yeah. Because, really? What? You, you think you make enough money that you're some sort of special snowflake? I make enough money mm -hmm. that I expect to get my copy of Hope Floats. Delivered. Delivered but literally cut them off like my rented VHS copy of Blade. Yeah. Who who the fuck are you, son? Yeah. But that's that's the thing that really throws a lot of people is that you, they go in and I always you are a background character in someone else's life. You're the lead character in your own story, you're a background character mm -hmm. to everybody else. And you walk into that store, all you know is your life. Now, if you're a good person, you've experienced enough of life to understand that there are a whole lot of other stories happening, yep. and you act accordingly. No one in this store has that background. No. At all. No. Just, I want it now, snap, snap, come on, come on, how dare you, how dare you, how dare you. And it's yeah. not as though you're walking up to an empty counter in an empty store, and you're getting the blow off by some pissy little teenager who's over in a corner. Right. Shit's happening here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what I what I liken it to is the person who's who goes to uh, we use this Pluckers uh, trivia. It's really popular. It is nowhere near as popular as it used to be because the guy who hosted it was awesome and he stopped doing it. Uh. So Pluckers, is a chicken wing restaurant in Austin. Uh, you'd go in and it'd be like, yeah, we we need a table for four, and because of sh because of the trivia, like right now we're at an hour wait. Right. And folks are like, well, fine, I'm just going to go somewhere else. Okay. Okay. We have an hour wait. 
Bye now. You didn't walk in and I say, well, right now we have 20 em- empty tables, but we need you to wait a few minutes just because. No, we're slammed. We've got, yeah. like, a, uh, okay, yeah, a, a normal, a, if you go like, oh, damn, all right, well, well, thanks a lot. And leave. But the people go, well, then I'm just going to go somewhere else. Oh, no. Oh, no, no. No, no don't go. Wait, no, wait, wait, no, please. No, come back. I didn't realize you were you. Yeah. Uh, um, we, we have special chicken wings for you, sir. Yeah. Most of them have been in somebody. <laughs> Yeah, that shit does happen. Yeah, uh, that's why you are nice to people who handle your food. Yeah, you're extra nice. You, I'm as fucking cheerful and happy as can be. I oh, yeah. never ever. Ru- I'm not rude to anybody. Give me service anywhere. I'm somebody who is. I'll give you an example of how I handle folks. I when I went to L. A. in 1999 for the for a, for a seminar about possibly moving to Hollywood to do the mm. entertainment industry. They made me go. Oh dear Lord, I want nothing to do with this. Um, I was at the airport checking in for my flight, and I was really, really nice to the woman. Really nice to the woman at the, you know, there at the gate, checking my bag, talk to her. Blah, blah, blah. I go to my gate, and I get called back. Comes on, calls me back. I go back. Hey, is there something wrong? She goes, nope. Grabs my boarding pass, swaps out, and hands me another one for a first-class seat. Oh, nice. Yeah. If you're nice, sometimes you get sometimes shit like that it for works free. Out. Not always, but enough to make it worthwhile. Yeah, you know who doesn't get that shit? An asshole. Right. Nowadays, like especially poking me in the ribs with their fucking umbrella. Yeah. Nowadays, especially businesses, like you know what? You're not worth it if you're going to be like that. A lot of places will be like, let's get the fuck out. Yeah. Yes, the customer's always right, but if you're an asshole, you're still an asshole. That's right. So Lloyd's going through all that. Uh, he almost there. What I like about this movie is a handful of action sequences through it. Mm. The pacing on it's great because it starts out with quick little joke, you know, a few little quick jokes at the train station. Then it slows down some. Then we immediately get he has, you know, five minutes to get across town, and it will take him fifteen minutes to do it. Right. And all of the different little inventive things that he comes up with to do this, you know, he fucking fakes passing out so he can get an ambulance ride. He's riding on the outside, like riding on the outside of vehicles, yeah. hitchhiking rides, all this, all this shit going on. Gets to work, is able to sneak in late using, you know, some inventiveness. What I love is the cleverness of the characters in this. It's what you can, what you see Jackie Chan taking. Jackie Chan yeah. shit is always about finding the clever and interesting way of dealing with something. He gets that from Harold Lloyd and uh, Buster Keaton mm-hmm. doing that shit cleverly. So, Harold gets in, da-da-da, goes through all this hell. Girlfriend comes to visit him, is horrified to see him working, so he starts pretending, no, I'm really the big wig here, yeah. and is uh, an asshole to all of his coworkers. Well, that's what you do. That's what you do, yeah. That's what floors me. The, the number of people who, who get this impression, like, I'm a boss. That means now I'm better than you. Right. And I have to, <laughs> well, no, you obviously can't know anything. Because it's one of the things that I noticed when I, when I worked at Dell... And now that I've gone into teaching, I've actually carried this lesson with me. The number of trainings that I would go to where the person training (laughs) talked to a room full of adults like this. Riley, can you hear me? And at Uh? (laughs) at one point, the dumbest thing that I've ever heard said that genuinely made me just I want to leave. I don't need a job this bad. The woman said something. I forget what it was, but it was some... some, I want to thank those of you who are taking ownership of this learning opportunity and wrote that down. Yeah, I didn't need to write it down here. It's a fairly simple concept. I got it. It's locked in the old drain box here. Got it here. We're good. Um, But it's that sort of idea. And I'm like, I know for a fact I have a better education than you. The only difference is you are teaching a class that I'm taking. I understand this. That right. I'm just, hey, I'm new to this, but I'm not... Uh, I'm not new to learning in general. Hey, so it turned out mm-hmm. when I answered the phone, I need to make sure I fully identify myself. Son bitch. Did you know? Hey. Hey. Did you find this out? Because I learned it in a class. <laughs> I got a job, and then they felt the need to teach me not to be stupid. 
But for some reason, he falls. And you understand why, because that is, of course, at the time, nothing. This is this is fucking Commedia dell'arte. Everybody is playing a very, like, oh, yes. exaggerated of course. pantomime of a role. And so the boss has to be there. Oh, how dare you? Literally has a monocle. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And the store manager whose ass he kisses all the time is very like, good you were wearing your shirt sleeves? These are women of distinction and breeding. Yeah. And I do think they don't want to see your pocket watch. Good Lord, sir. It's not pornography. The shock that these women would feel yeah. at your pornographic white shirt. Don't touch my bowler hat. <laughs> and uh, then we get into this. Tell the celestial coming in and service me. <laughs> Then we get to the scene, as I said, would have ended with somebody being beaten to death on the street. Yes. Uh, Tripping the cop. Yeah. So Lloyd runs into an old friend of his who's a cop now, and they're joking around like, oh, wow, look at you. The cop kicks him in the butt. Rough housing. Runs into his friend. He's like, hey, see over there? And the the cop goes over to one of those little phone boxes on the wall, Mm -hmm. makes a call into headquarters. He goes, I got so much pull in this town. We can knock that cop over. I'll go lean. I'll, I'll get my hands and knees behind him. You push him over me. I'll smooth it out. We'll be fine. That's how much pull I got. That's how badass. Yeah. That's the stroke I got in this burg. While they're talking, of course, the little switcheroo happens. His friend leaves, and another cop, just potato head, mm-hmm. angry Irish looking motherfucker, said, and they do this. Oh, good Lord, not the right person. And Harold just leaves his friend out to dry. Absolutely. Had this happened today, his friend probably would have been shot dead on the street. There would be protests. Right. It would be awful. He's got his face beaten into Amy Schumer. Yeah. Just fucking just wailed on. (laughs) So that sets up something that will be important later. It's very cool. It's a very Chekhov's gun type thing. Yes. They, They set this up so the later shit plays out. Right. Um. Yeah, the girl. Uh, there's a bunch of shit going on here, but when we get to the climb, the climb in this movie is one of the most impressive sequences ever. Oh yes. And when you see like the behind the scenes on how it was done, because I pointed out to you for the longest time, I thought, holy shit, they just did dangerous stunts to get. Yeah, that's this what made. I took away from it the first time I saw this movie. Was, and God, that's really dangerous. Uh huh. And uh, just didn't pay any attention. Yeah, and then I, I said, uh, look, look at the uh, look at the buildings in the background. Look, it's Blackstone's department store. Then a little bit later, go, okay, um, now it's, burgers. it's it's now hamburger's department store because that's what it looks like. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's one of those things there is, they're online. There are safety lasts behind the scenes of like how the optical illusions are done. He is six feet off the ground. Nice. They're on top of a building using a forced perspective to make it look like he's higher than he is. However, when you are in the illusion of it, Fucking breathtaking. Yeah. It, it genuinely terrifying shit. Like, my God, this motherfucker gonna die, isn't he? <laughs> you gonna die. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He did die. He did die. In this movie. In, yes, he did. Now, from watching this, you understand how Lloyd became as popular as he did. Well, sure. before we get into the climb sequence, which we will in a moment, um, I was telling you, detailing to Clarkson, the... Uh, pornographic sums of money this man accumulated. His home, Green Acres, was like the most luxurious celebrity home of all time. It was on 16 acres. God. Has been broken up into 15 large estates, including the house still being there. It would have built today, adjusted for inflation, what he spent on that house was about $212 million. That's a lot of money. Yeah, $212 million. (laughs) There is 48,000 square feet of greenhouse space. Yeah. Which is about 20 times the size of our houses combined. Yes. If you combined our houses and respective lots, still be about 20 times the size of that. Yes. Uh, Ridiculous. Like this guy... Just had more money than he knew what to do with, which is largely why he's not as widely known as, uh, what's it called, as uh, Keaton and Chaplin. Chaplin. Keaton and Chaplin did not retain ownership 
Mm-hmm. They were not like they. There were always rights about how somebody else owned their movies. That's why they've been sold, resold. There's these cheap versions of all of their movies out yeah. there. Uh, they the quality is not held up great. This movie, first off, is gorgeous. Yes, it, it is. is beautiful, perfectly pristine black and white print. Um, Lloyd owned it. I forget the exact amount, but he talked about it at one point when you know networks would come to him and be like hey, we'd like to air one of your movies. And he's like, cool, that'll be $250,000. You can show it twice. <laughs> like, well, no, we want to negotiate this price. He's like, oh, no, there's no negotiation. That's the cost. Sir. Yeah, you either pay it or you don't. Look, welcome to my, you know, fucking... It ain't called Green Feet, yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. Welcome it's to... Green Acres. Yes. Welcome to what is, to this day, considered the most amazing celebrity home ever yeah i have 27 fountains i have a private fountains. golf course I have, regulation size yeah. full golf course if you and i think it was only nine holes but you still know, still he had more bathrooms in his house 27 27 bathrooms 44 rooms total yeah, like total jesus christ six massive bedrooms the guy fucking money like i don't really need it you know whatever uh please leave my estate yeah you can borrow a sherpa yeah to lead you out of my estate go past the 250 foot canoe run yeah it's stocked with bass so that i can fish whenever i want actually somebody will then prepare that we have our own livestock and we grow our own fruits and vegetables so yeah i'm my own country Mm -hmm. this is the vatican yeah basically lloydavania here yeah um and I'm real. See, I would care, but I'm too busy with this little group that I started called the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially, everyone in this town would blow me to get the award that my group hands out. Right, exactly. Like, that's a level of importance that people can't wrap their head around. Like, he is not That's a guy... That's why this movie was called Him Get Blowjob. Yeah, Him Get Many Blowjob. Yeah. Like, it is... It's baffling, because we... We will never have movie stars again. No. We have some now. There's some stars. That's dying out, but we do but not, not have... not King Shittafuck Mountain yeah. that Harold Lloyd was. Yeah, we do not have movie stars. We do not have celebrities who could literally get away with murder. Right. Harold Lloyd could have been found with, you know, they could have found a room full of hooker heads in his estate. and A freezer full of them, perhaps. A freezer full of dead hooker heads, and somebody... In the studio would be like, yeah, we'll get this taken care of. Don't worry. Yeah, we're going to. Look, we all collect that things. Guy, <laughs> yeah, this guy takes the fall for it. Yeah, don't worry about it. You're good. You're it's good. Fine. He's going to ride the lightning, but his family is going to be paid for. Exactly. Care yeah, of, yeah so. They're taking care of for the rest of your life. It's good. It's, it's good. incredible to look at like what there used to be, the shit that stars used to get away with, just because there was such a small amount of reporters and they all would rather have, like, look, fine, you could report on all of the shit that Errol Flynn likes to do with girls that aren't old enough to do it. Or you could have some exclusives. Yeah, yeah. Or how about we give you the first look at whatever. Blah. It's sort of, I love Dudley and Bob talk about why they don't get invited to screenings anymore mm-hmm. because they got invited to one and it was for the movie Fled okay. with uh, I believe one of the Baldwins and Lawrence Fishburne. Right. It was like some movie, two guys break out of prison, but they're handcuffed together, and so they have to... Terrible movie. And they just destroyed it. They're like, this fucking... For the longest I better get fled. It was like they're... T- it was, they bagged it right. mercilessly. And so the studios are like, I don't believe we wish to have you do this any longer. <laughs> like, Probably it, not the smartest it, move. If we'd known... Well, you should have guessed, dude. Yeah. That's not a tricky one to figure out. Um, and that's actually... Pull the Howard. Just don't say anything. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. When, oh, God, I love that when Howard doesn't like something and it's just this sort of... Okay. That's how I still get the shit. Right. Um, I still remember when uh, the shit that... I forget what movie it was, but Harry Knowles... Like when he first started getting known, got got invited out and got to check out, you know, the set and all mm. this stuff from, and like glowed about it. And it was one of those movies that people were like, "This, this, it's garbage." And sort of it became that's when his credibility faltered greatly, 
Because like, ain't it cool? News is known. Yeah, sure. A bunch of stuff, but they're not terribly credible on a lot of things. I I haven't paid attention to that yeah. website in a long time. Even back in the day, it was not credible reviews. I, one of the writers went. Um, one of the contributors to that website, if I'm not wrong, Cargill. I think he went on to uh, write the Sinister movie, and then he went on to write Doctor Strange. One of the contributors uh, wrote, I believe, Cigarette Burns. Okay. Uh, which that was garbage, but yeah, that's it's not a bad idea. Yeah, as yeah. a short story, it really isn't. Mm-hmm. But as a as a short film, it's, it's still not a bad idea. Just you, you, you don't, you don't show, you don't show the movie. The movie. Yeah, come on, it's just a mistake. This is yeah. It's a guy named Drew McWeeny. Ah, I see. But mm. uh, that that's the thing with that shit is it's like. Back in those days, it was such a different thing because the media was much more controlled. It was much more buddy-buddy rubbing elbows, and the studio heads had power. Yeah. Now, it's known, oh my God, you have a movie that flops and we just pile on it. We can get the studio head fired. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Weird. Dogpile on the shit. Hey, sorry, you're gone, buddy. That's what fascinates me now. It, it, the, the shift is insane. Well, nowadays you get anybody fired from anything. Well, that's you get true. Upset by that's it. That's true. That's true. But yeah, the like the fact that now everything. What I like about this movie is, it, even at the time, this was an inexpensive film to make. Even yeah. though they had you know shit that had to be built, they had to build building facades and shit yeah. like that. This was not a terribly expensive movie to make, so it made a ton of money. Right. I, we live in a time now where you know the. Avengers Age of Ultron people lost their jobs because it made 1.4 billion instead of 1.6. Right. Like hold on a minute. Really? Yeah. We have gone into such unrealistic expectations where everything is micromanaged and judged down to the umpteenth degree. Yeah. It's parsed out and dissected and pulled down. Ugh. It's exhausting. It really is. It really is. That's why I don't involve myself with any... I don't give a shit how much a movie costs. I don't give a shit how much it makes. I don't care at all We don't really talk them. Talk them? Talk mm-hmm. Don't talk them much about move them. Talk them much about move them. Just blowjob. Have them much blowjob. <laughs> don't talk much about modern movies. Yeah, because... Or have it of late, anyway, because yeah. we've been doing this. Right. And uh, we don't have to. Yeah, because... What's the point? Modern movies have become disposable. Usually, since I've seen more movies in the theater this year than you have. Which is a rare thing. Very rare. Well, that's not a rare thing. It's just the new world order. Yeah. (laughs) It's just how it's worked out. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, like, yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Mm Mm-hmm. Or, oh, that sucked. Yeah. But either way, I had a beer and a sandwich. Exactly, yeah. I was, my experience was fine. Yeah. I see it all at Elmo Draft House. Yeah, yeah. Um, If I had seen... Half of this shit at just an AMC, it'd be like, oh, well, that oh, is a piece of crap. That was horrible. To avoid completely. Right. Well, the way that I don't I, know if I would have been able to handle uh, Miss Peregrine's school of whatever, whatever's. Right. Peculiar children. Yeah. That needed alcohol. Yes. I will agree. I did not see it, but good. I will agree. Not good. Well, it's. It's a weird situation now because, like I said, it's become disposable. Everything has to hit immediately or it's gone. Yeah. Well, and and then hit it, we're all gone. going for center mass as yeah. far as the appeal across uh-huh. the, the demographic uh, board. So right, right. Everything kind of has the same format. We were talking about it um, before we went on, yeah. on Mike. Um, huh. Everything kind of has the same pattern. Yeah, same pattern. Comedies kind of have the same pattern. Yeah. Damn straight. And sure, uh, these comic book movies, for the most part, have. Oh yeah. To yeah. the fact when that someone when I a comic move a comic book movie that doesn't, right? I almost want to stand up and cheer, even if it's bananas. Yeah. Like wait, wait, wait a minute. I'm actually looking forward to the next Thor movie because of who's directing it. Who's directing? It's a uh, Takewatiti who did uh, what we do in the shadows ah. and and the, the hunt for the wilder people. That's right. Which because they realized Hemsworth is funny, so they're going for a more comedic. So I'm like, at least that's going to be interesting. Sure, what the hell. But like, a movie like this, it's simple. There's nothing flashy. There's no... Fa- it, it's just a, a simple story. 
Yeah. Uh, with a very cool stunt sequence that is motivated by something. Right. I mean, that's there, it. There's an intrinsic motivation. It's not a, we have to catch that guy. It's, I need to do this to make, you know, because I need to do this. Right. Um, and that's that's so sorely lacking these days. Uh, because this movie, half of this movie is the extended thrill sequence at the end. Yes. Uh, so it's very basic shit. I mean, I, I, I love using this as an example for like my students because the opening credits, the cast, the boy, the girl, his buddy, the law, the boss. Right. That's it. That's it. Harold Lloyd's character name? Harold Lloyd. Yeah. yeah. It is irrelevant when he gets his paycheck at the grocery at the grocery store at the at the department store. It says Harold Lloyd. Yeah. Wow. That's it. That's it. Yeah. So it is a. So don't uh, worry. Don't torture yourself trying to figure out what you name your character. Yeah, it's really not that big. If you're deal. writing out there, and if you don't want to be embarrassed, like, I didn't realize this because I, I haven't seen him, but Hope saw on something once. Uh, oh, by the way, that fifteen dollars you makes today, he would be making two hundred and sixteen dollars a week. Hmm. That's uh, it's kind of shitty. <laughs> nowadays, and back then, you could get a room for that. You could have a place to live for that much. Two hundred and sixteen dollars a week now. Yeah. So, good luck nope. to you, sir. Good luck. Good luck. Um, that's why you need a living wage. That's why. <laughs> what I loved from uh, Hope and I were talking about. It, she goes, "Yeah, do you know what Mark Wahlberg's character name in the Transformers movies is?" I said, "No." Cade Yeager. Cade Yeager? Cade Yeager. Because <laughs> apparently Jackson Thundercock just wouldn't work. <laughs> he should be Jackson Thundercock. Yeah. I'd be all over that movie. Cock Yeager. Mm-hmm. Cade Yeager. Cade Yeager. A. Ager. The movies that we don't... like That shit doesn't happen anymore... Uh, in the well, no, that, that shit doesn't happen enough anymore for us to blow it off, you know. No, because it used to be, you know, every movie had, you know, the the, the main character had some badass named Jake Stone or yeah, yeah. you know, John Stone, John Stone, Joe Huff, Joe Huff, yeah, <laughs> you know, Marion Cobretti, yeah, yeah, they'd always have, but that's why John McClane, basic, simple, yeah. why yes, that shit stands totally. out. It's not some bo- like John even, Matrix, even even Jack Reacher pushing it a little you're bit. flirting with it a bit yeah you're like yeah. oh that's what a kid names his dog yeah you, know, if you, like, you mm. some kid like you gotta give him a first and a last name fine jack reacher right he's former former police with the military so like oh shit yeah no it's happening that's why you always have the classic character like parker yeah perfect mm-hmm. simple basic clean but yeah the, harold lloyd who gives a fuck what his name is um the stunt sequence on this, there's a lot of interesting shit because, like, you can't visit where this was shot anymore because the geography and the topography of Los Angeles has changed. Yeah, uh, this was filmed off Hill Street. The hill is gone. Wow, they they removed the hill, um, and so it's just you can't really see it. But what what I pointed out to you to show how this was done, there isn't a location for it. Like he starts climbing, like, all right, see what it says? Blackstone's apartment store, this. Okay, now hamburgers. Yeah. Boom. Now what's in the background? No buildings with words on it. But you're interested in the foreground enough that the background is just noise. Right. So yeah. you don't notice. It, it definitely was the first time I saw yeah, this. Yeah. I'd seen this movie 10 times. Right. Before I'd noticed that. I, I don't think I would have noticed it until yeah. you pointed it out to me. I didn't notice it until did. someone pointed it out to me. I was right. like, holy shit. Yeah. Well, okay then. All right. So, the illusion is shattered. This film is shit. Yeah, this film is garbage. Absolute garbage. The climb is so cool because I like the way it progresses in stages. Because mm-hmm. at first, no problem. Yeah. Then as he goes up, it's little things become more. Become yeah. The more. plan is for if you haven't seen it, okay. he's going to make it to the second floor. Yeah. So okay. So they're getting ready to climb. His buddy's going to climb the building, but the cop that they pushed over shows up. Yeah. And starts chasing the guy. So he's like, "Look, make it up one floor." We'll switch. Yeah, I'll put on your hat and coat, and I'll yeah. finish the rest of the. Climb. So he gets up one floor, and he can't. The window's blocked. Gets up another floor, and every floor there's something. There's something. Either the cop is right on the guy, so he doesn't have time to Screaming do it. Screaming fans. Yeah. Goes up another one. There's a dog. Yeah. There's always something that prevents it. Yeah. And as he goes up, the 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 stakes heighten as to what affects his climb. Right. 
as he you know as he goes up one floor suddenly there there's you know somebody opens the window and there are these windows that that flip yeah. end over end so he's on top of the window and has to grab onto something because when it closes he is dead if he slides off uh the one that freaks me out the most is the uh the painters yeah they're painting a ceiling they've got a plank of wood they're standing on they move it and it goes out the window hits harold in the face <laughs> yeah ends up holding on to it stretched out over nothing over the fucking abyss that will end his life right and uh really just added on to it adding on the clock had to be at that's not part of the building they no. put that on just for the movie and it leads to the iconic dangling from the clock hand moment, which is Harold Lloyd's uh, version of Buster Keaton sitting on the front of the train in the general. Mm-hmm. That's the image. If you know Harold Lloyd from nothing, right. that's the image. Uh, it is where the clock tower hang from Back to the Future came mm-hmm. from. When Do- That was an homage. And, abs- and if you don't believe it was an homage... Look at the clocks at the beginning and see that there is one with Harold Lloyd hanging from it. Right. Uh, very iconic. Lloyd is one of those that I hate how late in my life it was that I discovered him. Right. Because I was 30 before I, I discovered him. He's one of those like... You like, brought that stuff over to the apartment. Yeah, yeah, I br- I, yeah. We watched one night. I think we... I brought the whole box set yeah, over. Yeah. We watched like two or three movies in one night. It was awesome. Um but like you'd heard of Charlie Chaplin because he had that iconic look that really got pushed around everywhere. Yeah. Didn't Th- even have that one film with a terrible speech in it. Yes. Ooh. Then you go on to mm-hmm. then you go on to uh, Keaton, who was a little more well known because mm-hmm. and his movies were everywhere. I remember seeing something on A and E biography about him, and I was an instant fan. That was like my freshman sophomore year of college. It was right when I was starting film school. I discovered Harold Law, uh, mm. Buster Keaton, and I was like, "This guy's the best." But I've never been a huge Chaplin fan. Me I either. like him. There's so many people. There's one guy you say, "Oh yeah, it's the political stuff." I love the political stuff. I'm like, that's oh, yeah. part of what my problem is. Mm-mm. I am on an inherent. Jesus, just kill me. Slap, slap my face, and uh, <laughs> make me a vegan. See, I, I think I am. I'm tired enough of politics in the political sphere. Yeah, I don't. I, uh, I I'm uh, sick to death of it in anything outside of that. I don't need it from you. Yeah, as you sing for your supper. Yes, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. I uh, I keep the book too close to my nose as it is. Yeah. It, Thanks. Yeah, it's too boring to me. But it just it, so that never appealed to me in it. Law uh, Keaton. I was just impressed at holy shit. This man's willing to die. Yeah, doing this stuff. This man is willing to die, and apparently his feeling on a lot of shit was: we either get it in the first take or we do something else. Yeah. And the more I learned about him, I was like, "Holy shit, this guy's amazing!" And I'd always heard of Harold Lloyd. Yeah. And I think that I bought his box set because I found like I found it cheap somewhere. Did once you find it at Fry's. Might have, might have. I don't remember. I might have gotten it off Amazon really cheap. But I just remember seeing, like, I'd heard about it, so I got it because I was teaching that film history class, and I was like, well, I'm going to teach this more than once. I want to make sure that I've got, you know, safety last at least to show it because I hear I need to. I hadn't even seen it. So I bought the box set and was just, holy crap, this is incredible. And I think that night after I'd watched one of them at school, I showed up at your apartment because we we do not hang out compared to how we used to. No, no, no. Yeah. It was just we. That was all we did. Yeah. It was awesome. But I showed up at your place. I was like, dude, you got to check this shit out. It's fucking incredible. And it was. It was a goddamn amazing movie. And uh, we triple featured that night, I yeah. think. And But it holds up because they are solid, simple stories. Exactly. Delivered in a dazzling way. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what you need. You have cool, meaningful effects. Like nowadays, there was a thing that I read how Marvel has ruined the power of character death. Well, that's possible. Because they've hit a point now where they cycle out so quick that if a character dies, they reverse that death in the fucking credit sequence. You know, like Loki sacrifices oh, himself. And yes, yes. in post-credits, he's back. He's fine. But mm. you know, like from Age of Ultron, Quicksilver's dead. Sorry, spoiler alert for a two-year-old oh, yeah. movie. Quicksilver gets shot. Do we believe for a second that we're not going to see Quicksilver again? 
No. No. Not for a fucking second. Well, you do. You just see him in a in a uh, Sony property. Yeah. Oh no, but he's coming back to Marvel. Oh, I'm sure he's absolutely coming back. He is without question going. I'm to be not back sure about that. old Crossbones. I think he may be dead, 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 dead. dead. Which one? The he was in uh, the beginning of Civil War. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy who was in uh, he was in Winter Soldier. Yes, I know the guy you're talking about. Yeah, he's probably. Uh, yeah, gone. I think he's. Yeah. But so far as the heroes, maybe not. Huh? Yeah. But brought in, back by Thanos, I'm sure. Yeah. If they need him, he's back. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that's. With this, you feel this way. That's Marvel. They, they, they've done that a lot. Yeah. Every comic book company does. Yeah. So why would it be different for their films? Exactly. So like, let's look at this. Is there any reason that we should be cheering for this relationship to work? Not really. Yeah. It's kind he just of, seems like an earnest fucker. That's about it. Yeah, he's an earnest guy who's lying to his girlfriend yeah, about well, shit. And she, like, what got me, the, the only moment where I sort of shrugged about her a little bit, went a little... Mm, was when she saw him helping someone at the counter. And the look on her face was, is he the help? Literally, if she had caught him blowing somebody, that was the experience. Like, Harold, is this what you do for money? You <laughs> like, yeah, this is where your lanyard came from. Oh, yeah. you know? Enjoy your diamond. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what's happening. But... He's not like. Then he she, has a job, lady. Yeah, he has a job, and he's working his ass off for you. Yeah. Because if we follow the internal logic of this shit, he's going days without eating. Yeah. And when he he buys, okay, let's talk about racism. Okay, let's. Uh, first off, I have to point out to my students the racism of the uh, the black guy bringing the mannequins in that Harold. Resist, we must. <laughs> When Harold uh, uses the, catches a ride with that black guy to get into the store, yeah. sneak in, and then because he pretends to be a mannequin, guy carries him in, gets away with it, and then comes to life, and the guy freaks out and climbs up a ladder and is hiding, scared. Still there. I had to explain to my suits like, no, that is. Look at how silly. <laughs> this uneducated. Oh, look, aren't they all like that kind oh, of my. thing? That was just what was done in movies. Right. That, however, was a kind, politically correct, non-problematic portrayal compared to Silverstein and Son. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my. He walks into this story. He sees uh, uh, lavalier chains because he gets her a a charm, Mm. like a lavalier charm, but... Doesn't get the chain for, um, so he fi- he walks by and sees oh half off. Looks across the street. Restaurant has businessman's lunch fifty yeah. cents, seven bucks today. It is a bowl of soup, it is a slice of pie, it is a cup of coffee, mm. it is some meat with meat uh, vegetables. Like it's a good deal today. Like a buttered roll. Oh, this is a deal today. You go to a restaurant, seven bucks. You got. Fucking lunch and dessert for seven dollars and twenty two cents. Yeah, that's a good one. It's a fucking bargain. Absolutely. And so he looks at it, he's like, ah, no, I'll go in. Got paid fifteen dollars for the week. Goes in, and there's one guy who has a conspicuously large nose that yeah. is very clearly fake. Yes. Like, okay, so we've got um the guy from Saving Christmas is here. <laughs> Christian Bergowitz and Steen uh, yes. is here. So comes in. That's a pretty all right, going for the Jewiest looking guy they can. Yeah. Then Uncle Ike hits the fucking seed. No, no. Then enter the protocols of the elders <laughs> of Zion. Yes. Yeah. I only say Uncle Ike because it's Uncle Ike's pawn shop where right. he pawns the phonograph. Right. So, guy shows up. He is short. He's got a big old, not even a yarmulke. No. Just, no, just no, a, a box hat yeah. on. Um, doing the bad teeth doing the hand rubbing doing the hand thing. rubbing like a fucking program yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. he's like world war 2 propaganda he really is he really is <sighs> and all so much so that even lloyd mimics not mm-hmm. even he's not he's not trying to he's just unconsciously doing, yeah. doing the hand wringing too uh-huh. perfect mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so oh my goodness gracious the lavalier chain is $15.50 for yeah. a platinum lavalier chain by the way dude platinum come on 
<clears throat> get her something silver. Shit. That's yeah. Come on. What are you talking about? He counts out the fifteen dollars and then holds. He has five dimes, mm. which you, you they they do great cross getting. He pictures the lunch. He takes one dime, puts it down. The soup disappears. Yeah. Takes the next two, puts those down. The meat dish with vegetables and the roll disappears. He puts the next one down. The slice of pie disappears. Yeah. Puts the next one down. The coffee disappears. He gets a chain, walks out, looks across the street, and they do a point of view shot where the camera goes out of fucking focus. Yeah. So this guy is starving himself to the point of, I'm losing. <laughs> and so what does he do? He tightens his belt. Yeah. Like the dad in Troll 2. <laughs> I'm exactly. Tighten my belt because that works when you're hungry. Just tighten, tighten the belt, belt and yep. now you're not hungry anymore. Yep, that's how it works. So, so the assumption here is this cat's going a week without eating. Right. They're like two weeks behind on rent. Yes. Not a wise man here. No. If you're pawning phonographs, you need to you need to be you know making sure you're getting a little food in your stomach, not sending a bobble off to some yeah, broad. Some broad. So she'd better be a double jointed snake yes. in the sack. Oh, exactly. We, Chances are, given the uh, the morals of this time, or at yeah. least the projected morals of this time, yeah, he hadn't even had a piece. No, he hasn't. Probably had a peck on the cheek. Probably. Here he is, starving for a week. Yeah, peck on the cheek under mother's supervision. Right. Yes. Right. Um, Creepy. It really is. It really is. That right there. So the uncle, uh, the Silverstein and son, was jarring. And I paused it. I was like, it's weird because it's one of those old... Uh, one of those old stereotypes that's not really known by younger folks in certain areas. No, no, it's like, no, no. well, he's a Jewish character, and there's this very stereotype of them being very greedy and money hungry. Right. And so, so that's what they're doing there. Like, kids don't even understand it's racist. No, yeah, it goes right over their heads. Yeah. It's one of those things that almost feels like uh, The Onion did a thing once where it was like, here's some, here's some stereotypes that we should try and enforce. The first one was, blacks love taffy. <laughs> Something about that has stuck with me then. Right. Like, damn. <laughs> sort of like when I worked at the uh, Highland Mall, and I was like, man, poor people love pretzels. <laughs> we do. Yeah. Because, they're, boy, a big line in front of Auntie Andy's pretzels mm, fuck all yeah, the dude. time. Yeah, Auntie fucking, Andy's a fucking, fucking good shit. Hot dogs. Dog wrapped in dipping, pretzel. Dipping cheese sauce. And cheese, can, question mark. And now I believe at Auntie Annie's, you might be able to get Orange Julius as well. What? Or, no, that's Dairy Queen. Show's over. Yeah, Dairy Queen has Orange Julius now. We're going. Yes. They uh, describe it as uh, frothy, which is the worst adjective you can use to describe food. Or moist. Frothy. If it's not a cake. Yeah. Moist steak. Moist steak. Um, I was joking with Hope. We made uh, Cuban sandwiches. Yeah. And uh, just real basic Philly cheesesteaks. I was saying, we should open a food truck that just serves Cubans and these Philly cheesesteaks and call it hot meat sandwiches. We should. Yeah. Simple as hot meat sandwiches. Hot meat sandwiches. The t-shirts, of course, will just say hot meat. Hot meat. That's it. Then on the back. No other puns. Yeah, then on the back, sandwiches, question mark. Hot right. meat sandwiches? sandwiches? <laughs> yeah. That's it. Yeah. No other suggestions from the fucking employees. None no, other. No. No. Uh-uh. no. Uh, you really ought to do you, some like, me. No one beats your meat. You're fired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hot meat. Hot meat. Question mark. <laughs> question mark. Yeah. Hot question mark. Yeah. Meat. Meat. Right. Hot period. Meat. Yeah. <laughs> Every. And then our mascot will be uh, Ike Silverstein. <laughs> and actually, ooh, here's the best one. The the most confusing punctuation we use. Hot exclamation point. Meat question mark. Meat? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what do these shirts mean? Yes. With just dazzlingly racist yeah. logos. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, why don't you... Could, are there any other hot meat sandwiches we could serve? Sure. But we're not going to. No. We buy a shitload of pork and a shitload of roast beef, and that's it. That's it. Those are your choices. Yeah. You can also have hot dog, hot which dog. is just hot dog on a paper plate. Yeah. And that's all it's called. Uh, just hot, hot dog. dog on a paper. Hot dog. Hot dog. Uh, hot dog? What would you like? I would like hot dog. You got it. All right. Not a hot dog. I would like hot, hot dog. dog. 
can get you can get one, two, an entire package yeah. of warmed hot dogs. What brand hot dogs? Bar S. The only hot dogs worth serving. <laughs> Bar S. <Yeah>. Ding. <laughs> And maybe someday Derby can tomorrow. If, if you're lucky. If you're lucky. If you're lucky. Yeah, th- this, it's weird, like, the level of casual racism that used to exist, that like, I can look at it and go, shit, if if that existed, I could see why people were really mad. I could <laughs> get that. Now when everything is like, well, use the word apartments and that's problematic. It's like, <laughs> right. I don't mean to say you're looking for a reason, but you're, you're looking you're for a looking reason. For because a reason that, right now. now that, yeah. that's obvious. You show me this, I'll be like, oh, okay, yes, you are, you are uh Not using the proper pronoun is not assault. Yeah. But that? Mr. Yanoshi in Breakfast at Tiffany's is less racist yeah. than Ike's, yes. than Ike Silverstein. <laughs> Marlon Brando in the fucking paper flower you know the, the oh, no. yeah that less racist yes john wayne <laughs> as Genghis <laughs> khan in the conqueror dance for timogen dance for timogen have seat Ugh, oh, the man. best the pigeon broken english so great <laughs> uh the <laughs> back breakingly stereotypical asian help yeah from anti-mame uh-huh <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Yeah, you look at this shit. That's why I love when George Clooney had his smug speech at the Oscars. Like, Hollywood's always been a little out of step. Back when we did this. Like, bitch, look at a movie that's 30 years old. Look at a movie from the fucking 80s. Near I step. Dong, I need food. Like, really? <laughs> Dong, where is my automobile? Automobile? Yeah, what the fuck? Cue the chopsticks. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you guys are that great. You had to have that shit pointed out to you. We've always been out of step fighting racism. Fa- oh, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you're the only one that ever read anything from Zen. Yeah. What? People are bad everywhere? We were a step ahead. Really? Is that why you had all those... Is that why Hollywood put out all those blackface movies? Well, look. <laughs> is, that to- why, is that why you gave out an award from the... Uh, from, uh, uh, D.W. Griffith? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Up until the 90s, you quietly let that go to the memory hole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What did he do? Start the motion picture industry? Mm-hmm. We've always been let out of step. What was the first... Yeah, the first feature... Fir- <laughs> the first feature film. <laughs> the first feature film was Birth of a Nation. And where did that... One particular print debut at the fucking White House. <laughs> yes. But no, 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 no. Donald Trump's the most fascist racist. Never to be a ra- racist fascist in the whole world. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking simps. <laughs> yeah. This, though. Yeah, that, that, that shit, you just... Oh, yeah, let's catch up. And what I love, one year I showed it and talked about it, and this student in my class, I have never been proud. He's like, man... Feel really bad for that guy. <laughs> that black actor had to do. It. I, mean, I feel bad for him. Like that's what you had to do to get a job. Like yes. Now you need to watch a movie called Bamboozled that I can't show you, yeah. or I will get fired. Right. Yeah. Uh, it is a brilliant dissection of that very idea. Right. It's called Go Along to Get Along. Mm-hmm. It's called Hey. I know that you went to Yale. Now you're going to win an Oscar for playing a slave that's because right. that's what we do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's beach digging ditches though, it, doesn't it? Oh god, yes. Oh no, it's it's the best shitty treatment you can receive. Like I will you will not be allowed to attend this premiere. Sounds good. Am I getting paid, all right? Yeah, you're getting paid what you're getting paid, but not that well. You're getting paid. Yeah, you're getting paid. <laughs> if the Irish were still held in the, as little regard as yeah. they used to, like, yeah. Oh, okay, you can't come here. That's fine. Just that's fine. Just give me the money, and I'm good. Yeah. You yeah. fucking break. Yeah, fucking hot on, <laughs> hot cocking it. Um, you'll see, you fucker. It was uh, it, it, all in all, though. It's one of those movies that there are no real problems with it. There's no holes. It's a tight little story that seventy two minutes. Quick. Yeah, seventy two minutes done. Get on with your day. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Uh, next week's movie is a little bit longer. A little bit. A little bit. Next week's movie is 108 minutes long. Yeah. So, yes. 
Um, but yeah, I, honestly, it's thrills like this. This movie shows how spending no money on special effects and just doing practical in-camera shit is awesome. Yeah. And how all this CGI over-the-top stuff has pulled any of the viscera out of stunts to make them. Yeah. Uh. Basically, stunt scenes in movies are now video games. Pretty much. That's, that's unfortunate. Why, that's why when something like District B-13 comes out, it's like, fucking hell. Yeah. Or when, when there's awesome real stunts, those stand out. There's a reason that we remember those. Yeah. There's a reason that, as I pointed out to you, 93 years later, yeah. this movie is still held up as a classic. That's because there's genuine stakes. You see it and you feel yeah. what's going on with it. Uh, so, seriously, this, a thrilling, cracking good time. Yeah, it's good stuff. Really can't say more than that. So, uh, you know what that means? Oh, yeah. What I love about this, the pops and hisses. Oh. Uh, always hear that now, yeah, piece of vinyl. Nice, nice vinyl. Nine piece Nine. of vinyl. So, next week, the perfect spine number ever. The most perfect spine number in the collection. Spine number 666, <gasps> The Devil's Backbone. What? Yes, perfect alignment there. Nice. I have not finished The Devil's Backbone, but it's Guillermo del Toro doing what Guillermo del Toro does best, which yeah. is making a fucking movie. Yes. Imagine how good The Hobbit would have been if he directed that shit. Just imagine. He would probably have found a way to shoehorn the Spanish Civil War into that as well. <laughs> yeah. And it would have been awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wait, wait. When we get to Pan's Labyrinth later. Mm. You know what I remember most about Pan's Labyrinth is watching that with you. And we were, because we watched, I believe we watched that and the lives of others in yeah. the same night. Yeah. Because, like, all that you heard about was how Pan's Labyrinth was going to win the Oscar for best foreign language film. Yeah. And Until you watch like, Lives of oh, Others. Yeah, we watched it. We're like, there's no fucking way a movie's better. God damn. We watched Lives of Others and was like, oh. Oh, shit. Yeah, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That deserves it. Hmm. Absolutely. Oh, and speaking of and this one's not critical. The Phalanges. Hmm. I enjoy it. And uh, I will say real quick, rate and review us on iTunes. That's all I can yeah. add to it. But yeah, Devil's Backbone I've never finished. But Del Toro is just such a good director in that fantastical realm. Oh, of course. Uh, the, I think I know why he left The Hobbit. Um, I still haven't watched The Battle of the Seven Nation Armies. <laughs> um, but it's because... Uh, they didn't have a script. They didn't have a script, and they <laughs> didn't have any time to do pre-production, so they were going to be garbage because the studios didn't know what they were doing. So, Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Catch you next time. Let's leave it on an open thread, because why shouldn't we? <laughs>